BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Seeing AZDZ. Go see him. The guys are 50 years old. Yeah, Larry. Can you like a little, just like a... Yeah, ACDC, first of all, the guys are like 50. And none of them are above like three feet high. (laughs) Angus Young, we're out of hell. (laughs) But the best is Brian Johnson, he comes out. (laughs) They can take any song, they all sound the same. It's always the same concert, but it rocks. They can take the hokey pokey and tear it up. (laughs) I gotta come out. Are you ready? Ooh. 
you want to kick him in the nuts? Maybe Daniel Alexander is hiding. One last primal scream. Come out. Welcome, welcome. Oh my God, look at the sun. Perfect. Right, coming in right on my face. Burning into my eye right now. Oh my God, I can't see shit. That time of the year when the sun kind of burns right into that spot. Been doing it for years. The uh, That's Jim Brewer. It's an old clip that I recently discovered. Well, actually, I think I've seen it, but I had forgotten about it. I hadn't seen it in forever, so I watched it recently. And I thought, holy fuck, this guy sounds like... Brian Johnson, more than Brian Johnson, sounds like Brian Johnson. He does the same thing with uh, Metallica, too. He sounds like James Hetfield more than James Hetfield sounds like James Hetfield. Very talented. Holy shit, is that awesome. I, I like how he combines Brian Johnson and Angus Young. He, like, plays both parts in that bit right there. Okay. We have uh, started again another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Whoops. And we have a plenty to discuss today. Okay. And uh, I actually played that clip on the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast uh, yesterday. And we had a hell of a time with it. Uh, Chris from Minnesota. Oh, was he in a shit bag mood? Oh, my God. This guy is, it's like he's a uh, grumpy old man. First of all, he goes, why are you playing this? Did you just think that this was new? I was like, no, we just had a discussion about how old it is, you idiot. We started the show. I go, hey, Chris. Oh, my God. Seeing you there reminds me. I haven't sent you that money that you won from the bet on Ben game. And his response was, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, what the f- Who? What? Huh? Just kind of catch me off guard from time to time with this aggressive tone for no particular reason. See if I can get my uh, sweet brother uh, Paul on. Uh, push up, Paul. It's his birthday today. Hey. Uh oh. Hey, hang on a second. Good morning. Good morning. Happy birthday. 
Thank you. I am uh, podcasting right now. All these people want to say uh, hello to you. Who are these people? Well, you know, the the audience members. I'm doing the show live, of course, on the uh, on the world famous internet, and uh, and you know, as I have been for quite some time. And I was just discussing that it is your day of birth. Yeah, I could retire today, but I'm not gonna. What is so that would be? Hold on, that would be sixty three. 62. 62. 62. 62. Yep, I, but I got to go probably another five years because, you know, Goose is so young. Goose Speed, so, your uh, beloved daughter who is in going to be in 10th grade? Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. So, well, I appreciate it, fans, but I'm at work. Yeah. I got here at 3 o'clock this morning. I had, I'm spraying fairways, fertilizing fairways. So yeah. we start at the night so we can yeah. do it with our golfers. I know. I know. Well, happy birthday to you, everybody. He's single, uh, so the ladies can know that. And I just I just want to wish you a happy birthday. Rich single women. Rich single women. You got it. Okay. All right. All right. Thank okay. you. Love you guys. I love you too. Bye-bye. Uh, you know, I... I used to pray, dear God, end this feud. And then I'll never forget, one day he woke up and he decided, it's time to end this feud. And I was sitting in the studio at WBBL. And uh, he texted me and said, "Um, I'm so sorry. Let's end this feud. And I actually wrote back, Holy Jesus, my prayers have been answered. It was six or seven years that we did not speak. There's no point rehashing the reasons why. It's silly, you know. Who hasn't been in the long-term family war? That was us. And uh, for years, you know, and we... uh, Tried to get to the bottom of it. And uh, finally, just put it in God's hand. Jesus, take the wheel. Isn't that a song? Uh, who sings that? Carrie Underwood. Jesus, take the wheel, man. And he took the wheel. It was a long, a long drive. And then Paul, um, he actually described it as, he, uh, he started to go to church or something like that. And then it dawned on, him. was like, Hmm, I don't think what's going on here is, is, you know, it was that little tap on the shoulder from baby Jesus. I know. I realize a lot of you are, well, some of you, I don't know how many like, ah, here he goes again with his crazy religious mumbo jumbo. I, I, I realize that. I realize that this is not for everybody. But I do believe that occasionally Jesus blows uh, butterfly kisses at you. Is that a butterfly kiss? I don't know. Or taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, why don't you try this? And then you go, ah, okay. Next thing you know, family's back intact. All forgotten. He calls me up and he's all apologetic. I go, I ah, don't say another word. Yeah, you, you know what? 
Don't even say another word. Let's just pick right up where we left off, and that's the end of it. There's no, there's no grudge. There's no, I'm still mad. Just moved on. It was fantastic. And uh, last, uh, I don't know, few years of my beloved mother's life, she was like, okay. Because she was so worried about her boys, you know? All right. Each and every day of the show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. If you ever want to reach me, like if you have a comment about something that I've spoken of on the show, the best way to reach me is when the show is done, I'll be able to check out uh, what your thoughts are and whatever it is I'm talking about. And then I can uh, analyze and uh, we can park on it on a later show. The Shoreliners striping inbox is what we call it. Send it along. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'd love to reach out or I'd love you to reach out to me. Unless if you have my, uh, some of you have my cell phone number. If you do reach out that way too, uh, by all means, just send me a text or whatever. Uh, promise to get back in touch with you. Last night, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast for the second week in a row was absolutely off the rails. And um, I think the highlight was the breakdown ooh, of uh, my 41-year career in the masturbation industry. Uh, we sat around, well, I did, and I did a bit of math, which it just might blow your mind. Okay, and you need to you need to hear what's up. So I'm going to encourage you to go to patreon.com to hear the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, we also discussed with Saul, blind Saul, who again had trouble communicating um, about uh, there was some discussion about uh, trying to corrupt him and um, something about an orgasm. So it was a very sexual show that went on uh, yesterday. Um, but there is, oh my God, let me just say, on today's show, there are so many things to park on. And I am going to touch all of them. I'm going to navigate all the big hitters right off the bat. I've got audience right now on Twitch, of course. I've got uh, audience on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube as well. For the Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube crowd, it's not going to last forever. I, I'm encouraging you to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live and click the follow button because in a handful of minutes, I am going to cut you off. You're cut off. All right. But uh, one of the things I want to touch on first is, um, you know, I've been covering the story about the uh, guy in close to home, Grand Rapids, Michigan, the cop named Chris Schur, uh, sh shot that dude, Patrick Lyoya in the back of the head. Um, and I believe March, uh, well, yesterday was the big reveal about whether or not he's going to be charged with anything. And, um, you know, I, I've been kind of mixed up about this. It depends on, you know, I mean, when I first saw this story, when this first unfolded, I said, there's no way he does not uh, skate with no charges. I, I mean, I don't know shit about shit, but uh, I just had an idea. I just felt that way. 
Then as more and more people talked, I was kind of like, I'm not sure. Eh, boy. Uh, uh, but one thing I didn't buy was the argument. Why don't you just comply? Don't run from cops. And oh, he was drunk. As if that warrants someone being shot in the back of the head. You know? By the way, excuse O'Neal. Stevie's going to love that. She loves she loves O'Neal on the camera. But sorry that he's not being very modest. His legs are open wide. You can actually see the hole where his ding-dong comes flying out of. Sorry. It's, it's kind of hard to be credible when your dog is showing its penis to the masses. Uh, so I, I haven't really... Um, um, bit on that argument that I was just saying that a lot of people do. And there's also been this whole uh, uh, back the blue no matter what. Uh, I'm not about that either. Um, so I, I guess I was just going to wait and see. And this prosecutor in Kent County, boy, he, um, I, I watched his, his press conference and uh, I'll, le- I'll link up his comments in the show notes of this, but he is charging Chris Scherer, I the cat's been kind of out of the bag for uh, nearly a day, with second-degree murder, uh, which carries a maximum of lifetime in prison with a possibility of parole. And uh, that's a, that is uh, an incredible charge. You know, some people thought that maybe like manslaughter, but it's like, well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I am not a prosecutor. Uh, I don't have any, um, any idea about any of this, but I did get the impression in his press conference that he was really thorough about it. And he thought about it a long, long time. And then there was the discussion of, okay, why did it take so long? He indicated in the press conference that he did not get the full report about all of the things that he was requesting information from until the first day, till the Tuesday after Memorial Day. So um, at that time, he then had all the information he needed, and then he scrutinized, he conferred with uh, counterparts in the uh, prosecutor's office and concluded that a second-degree murder charge is warranted. Chris Scherr turned himself in. Uh, Everything went by the book, and um, off we go. All right. This is um, Wood TV is covering it. So I wanted to play this for you. This is a, um, a, an expert, I guess, weighing in on this. A national expert in police use of force says he was not surprised at the second-degree murder charge, and not only because of what he saw in videos of the shooting. Target 8 investigator Ken Colker spoke with that expert shortly after the ruling. Brian Sue, the criminology professor we spoke to, was an expert witness in the George Floyd civil case. He says that not long ago, a case like this may not have led to criminal charges against the police officer. And in today's world, we're seeing a lot of officers being charged uh, where years ago they wouldn't have been charged. It would have been a civil issue. Maybe that uh, prosecutors are now just, just looking at the, these events differently. Jeffrey Elpert, a criminology professor at the university. I can tell you right now, that comment right there is enough to make people say, um, prosecutors are worried about unrest or something like that. I, I, I don't believe that. 
Um, I believe that these are professionals who look at the law and only the law. And uh, I don't know why it wouldn't have been tried before as opposed to now where charges are flying or are being um, levied against sure. Maybe back then um, people didn't, people were racist. I mean, honestly, uh, I think that they're, I think that we're older and wiser now and how we do things. I think that that might have something to do with it. I don't think this guy's going to come out and say it, but I think that as we get further and further from years ago, when this would have been okay, I think that people are more thoughtful in, in their, um, and their belief system is, uh, is different, you know? City of South Carolina co-authored the book, Evaluating Police Uses of Force. And there's the gunshot. His co-author, Professor Seth Stoughton, had watched the video of the shooting for Target 8 when it was released in mid-April. I see a lot of uses of force, a lot of uses of fatal force. None of them are, are easy to watch. But Elpert says that Stoughton, who testified in the George Floyd criminal case, was consulted by the Kent County prosecutor in the Patrick Leoya case. Stoughton told us that he couldn't comment. Elpert says he also watched the video that shows the struggle in the moment that Officer Christopher Shure shot Leoya in the back of the head. The video is troubling. And, and while we can't tell what happened exactly, and, and you certainly can't rush to judgment, uh, it certainly raises some issues that need to be explored. But he says the video alone may not be enough to convict the officer. It's very difficult to determine when a civil wrong rises to the level of a crime. And that's something that a jury has to has to decide. And it's not an easy decision. Uh, even if you understand that what the officer did was wrong, at what level was it wrong? And that's a that's a tough call. He says the condition of the taser that Leoya and the officer fought over could be one of the keys. That certainly could be something that convinces uh, jurors that uh, he, was in, he, he was in imminent fear of his life or he wasn't. A lot does come down to that stun gun. Yeah, and you know, the expert was saying that the stun guns, you know, they fire twice and this one was fired twice. And after that, it becomes, they use it in what they call stun drive mode, which means it has to be put up against your body, but it's for pain compliance, so it's not nearly as serious a threat. Still active, not as serious, but you see some of the avenues here that the defense might take mm. in trying to defend Officer Sure. And it might all come down to that stun gun. Yeah. All right. So that's where we are. Um. I went ahead and uh, and posted on Facebook, uh, you know, pretty much uh, I, I, I actually wasn't snarky at all in my uh, in my Facebook post on this deal. I kept it uh, ab- above board as best that I can. There's Sam's video. And so I wrote GR cop charged with second degree murder of Loyola uh, facing possible life sentence. Here's the video. Uh, Follow the show on Twitch, my usual. All right. So that's it. Um, It's it's a real uh, joy. It is so entertaining to go down the road of my comment section. My comment section has really taken off. We've got some great wars in the comment section. Uh, I see the one guy might have deleted it. Uh, so that's all I wrote 
And this guy wrote, this is why you got fired from Free Bear and Hot Wings. It's like, well, what the fuck did I do? All I did was said, was pointed out he got charged with second-degree murder. It wasn't even anything snarky. Now, on the other one that I posted, one of Michigan's dimmest patriots arrested by FBI for January 6th, soon to be forcibly boned. On that one, on that one, yes, I could say it's okay to throw me under the bus. But the other one, no, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Come on, I'm just pointing it out. By the way, I got Berlin tickets to give away, and only six of you have liked this post. I have a two five-packs to give away for Berlin Raceway Saturday in Marne, Michigan. They raced the uh, Money in the Bank uh, race yesterday, and uh, so they're doing the normal week's races. Um, what's his name? Well, William Byron won the damn thing. You believe that? Of course he did. NASCAR driver. Um, so I've got tickets. All you have to do is go to that post there and uh, like it, and you could win a five-pack of tickets. Get your bro friends together and go see that one. I'll draw the winner after the podcast today. I have got so much shit to do today, it's unbelievable. All right. So that's basically uh, what's going on on the Lyoya thing. Um, it Now the stage is set. We'll see what happens. If this guy um, is able to defend himself, we shall see. Again, I don't know anything here. I have no, I am not going to go ahead and say he deserves anything at this point. Um, As is anybody, fair trial. You know, um, there have been other cases where other people have been murdered. I'm like, right away, they're guilty. Fuck them. You know, those two scumbags in Georgia that shot the black guy when he was out running. But this one in particular, I, I don't know. You know, it's too, it's too difficult. I just pray that no matter what happens here, that at the end of the day, justice is appropriately served. And depending on the outcome, I hope it doesn't turn into a, a riot in downtown Grand Rapids. And I, just, and I also hope that the people who are deciding the fate of this cop um, remain bold and strong in their decisions and their thoughts so that they aren't influenced by the possibility of these animals marching through our streets and destroying uh, shits, uh, shit like uh, Kilwin's chocolates. Okay? All right. I've got a hell of a lot more I want to get to. This asshole Ryan Kelly was arrested. And I want to talk January 6th hearing last night. But... That is only for my beloved people watching the Twitch stream. Now, I mean, truth be told, anybody who's paying attention to me is beloved in my book, and I appreciate the time. However, I'm working very, very hard to drive as many people as possible to Twitch. So what you do now is go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, click follow. You can continue on enjoying the show, and I appreciate that so very much. Um, Otherwise, I'm going to cut you off. Right about now, but thank you for the time. Anyway, I appreciate that. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live audio podcast uploaded shortly thereafter wherever you download podcasts. Okay. And thanks to you folks on Twitch. I really appreciate you being there. You've helped me build this thing, and I'm just eternally grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Twitch. 
And Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Megan, I got to get with you. We got to talk. I know you reached out to me and said, we got to talk about my marketing. Yes, yes, please. I can't wait. You know I love to hear your beautiful voice. Irvines.com. Thank you so much. Twitter brought to you by my friends at Blue Frost IT. Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com covers the YouTube channel. We haven't really talked to the queen of the forest since she returned, I believe. I tried to talk to her yesterday. I think she's recovered. Hokey pokey! Ooh! Hang on a second. Hello? Yes? Hi, it's your husband. Hello? Are you glad to be back home? I am. Okay, that's good. You know, it's my brother Paul's birthday. Oh, it is? Yeah, he's 62. My goodness, he's getting old. Yep, so he's 62. Michael's 63 or 64? Uh, He's 12 years older than you, so. 63. Yeah. You're, uh, well, I don't want to say how old you are. Yeah, I'm old too. All you people are super old. You're not, you're not far behind. Uh, I'm quite a, I'm quite a, a, I'm way behind. Are you kidding me? You're not way behind me, dickhead. Well, four years is a, is a uh-uh. long time. It's three years. Thank you. And how many months? Four. So we can just round up four. Not even <laughs> three and a half. I like saying four years though. Because yeah. then, you know, there's the idea that when I was a fresh-faced 18-year-old who'd only sampled one vagina prior to yours, oh my God. that you were like a senior in college and I was a freshman all wet behind the ears. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. 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 Um, what the hell was I going to ask you about? Oh, okay. So you you're you're recovering from your trip out east uh, with those with those eighth graders. Yes. Okay. Um, why do you do this? Well, I don't know because it's somewhat fun. It is. <laughs> you came home. You came home, and you were talking about how exhausted you are, and then you gave me details about all the miles you walked, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like fun. Well, it is exhausting, but it is. I do enjoy the camaraderie of my fellow teachers, and okay. I do enjoy the city and st- you know seeing the different places. For all of that time, um, you know, riding in the bus and chaperoning with your expertise, all these kids and and wrangling eighth graders, you probably were compensated very handsomely. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sure. How much did you earn for this trip? Well, if you consider that, you know, hotel, I didn't pay for hotel. I didn't pay for uh, any food. I didn't pay for any of the. Yeah, that's not payment. That's that's what the cost would be to get into these places. Then, yeah. Yeah, that's not getting paid to work, though. That's getting paid to, you know, that's not that's not being paid. That's not compensation. I see. Well, yeah, you're not being paid for your time. You're just being paid to eat and, and <laughs> sleep. 
True. All right. Well. But I didn't mind it. Okay. You you do you, as they say. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's so, right. Uh, we have an unbelievable amount of work to do around here, and you said it's stressing you out, right? It is stressing me out. You've got a party that you're hosting here for a friend's daughter who's graduating and you volunteered the home and you're just beside yourself that the work is not done. Yeah. Okay. So who is your right-hand man? Right now it's you. There you go. Now you can. I'm thinking thinking about hiring someone else. I know you are. You're thinking about firing the one guy. Now I'm just right-hand man for stupid idiot work, like helping you lay down wood chips and pull out stumps. I'm not a finished carpenter. Right. All right. Well, I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. I'm going to help you as best as I can this weekend, okay? Yeah, we just have to, you know, work together. We gotta It'll be fine, I think. Got to buckle down and do our chores. That's right. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, very good. You so and- you just have to find a starting point and move from there. Yep. You know, not like jump around. Like, no. okay, let's do, let's do, let's start with uh, trimming a tree and then we trim one tree and then move on to okay. the, you know, it has to be. Yep. It's got to be. Uh, one you, thing yeah. at a time. Hey, you're talking to the expert of that thing. When I apply myself, it's all done. Right. Okay, I, good. You don't believe me, do you? We have to start with, we have a mulch pile in our driveway, so we have to get that out of there. Done. Yes. We but, have to take down the swing set that's been there for 57 years that has never been used. Oh, yeah. That's done. We got a dumpster show showing up Monday. I know. That's why it needs to get done. Right. So we can put it in the dumpster. I'm going to get my chainsaw today, and we're going to get rid of that stupid swing set. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Bring the camper, you're not going to bring the camper home, are you? Yeah. Because that's going to be one more big thing in our in our driveway that's going to be in the way. What do you mean in the way? I don't understand how it's in the way. We're laying wood chips down in the backyard. Is the camper in the backyard? Well, no, but no, but what? I mean, you have to remove stumps too. And I have no place to put my car when the camper is there and I don't like it being outside. Here's what's cool about the camper. It has uh, these things called uh, tires on it. And uh, you can put it in reverse and move it. I don't know if you knew that. You see, this is where this is where it gets where you get in the weeds because, I mean, uh, that camper needs to be here because I've got to prepare it for various things. But uh, yeah, you I know. know. But see, that's the thing. You're, you're, you that that the camper is not a priority, but you're bringing it here because you want to wax it to some shit when there's other things that need to be done first. I am not going to do that until my chores are done. And and the uh, chainsaw is in the camper. So what do you what do you think of that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you could just go pick it up from the camper place and not bring the camper with you. I could. I could do that, but uh, you know, I I I choose not to. Mm. You're just okay. going to have to live with it, man. Okay, well, I'm going to call some tri- tree trimming places too cuz we need some trees trimmed. You know, I've been thinking about that too. Those two, I mean, it those is two, awful. Yeah, I agree with you. The two in the front, the pine trees in the back by the pool that have been overgrown for a hundred years. Those just need to be ripped down, dude. I don't, well, we, I don't I want to rip them down because we need some privacy. No, back there. don't, don't leave those ones alone for now. 
Let's one thing at a time. Do the front yard. There's actually three trees, okay? The one over by uh, the, the friggin' living room, that needs to be trimmed too. Please do this. I am, I'm all. What, by what living, the one by the living room? Yeah, man, there's one in that corner of the house that needs to be trimmed. Oh, Go outside okay. and look at it. Okay, All so right. three yeah. trees in the front, Look, right? I, yeah, I don't want to talk any more chores. That's it. Okay, I just, I'm just asking you, right? Those three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bring them out. Bring them out. Hire them. Okay. Sounds good. I'll call today and get get, them, get, get somebody to do something. Absolutely. I, right. I'm so with you. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm on it. Did you just throw up? What happened? <laughs> no, I did not throw up. <laughs> Choked. All right. Okay. Yes. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Love you. Yeah, bye. Love you too. Bye. She is so pissed at the guy, Kyle, who's working on the basement. Unopened box. Mike Ball, you bastard. Those uh, strawberry shortcakes are there in case of emergency. Okay. All right, I'm completely ADHD. Oh my God! Please, Eric, focus. Um, in the state of Michigan, the gubernatorial candidates are dropping like flies. Uh, a month ago, five of them were wiped off of the ballot, including, including. It's unfortunate because she's so nice. Uh, Dean Root's sister. You guys remember old Dean Root? Well, Dean Root's sister is Donna Brandenburg. And uh, she turned in those names. You know, you got to turn in thousands of names to be on the ballot. So she did that. And then the next thing you know, there's a story saying that uh, five of them are not allowed on the ballot. And uh, words like, fraud are being thrown around and cheating and scandal. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like her at all. I, 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 I don't believe that. So, uh, now I don't think anyone has a clear answer as to what went on here, but the people that, uh, get those, um, uh, names, you know, on the petitions, I guess there's, they, they don't just take those. I mean, if I were running the uh, state and I got a stack of names, I'd just go, okay, thanks, and I'd throw them out. But I guess they pour over those. And they learned that there was some sort of uh, funny business on the signatures. So they went ahead and um, wiped five people, including Dean Root's sister, yeah, off of the ballot. Now, she um, filed a lawsuit about this Donna and just the other day on the 7th of June the Michigan Supreme Court rejected Donna's lawsuit so she apparently is I guess no longer going to be on the ballot which is just a I mean there are like half of the field nearly with uh with that one moment right there Michigan Supreme Court rejected a lawsuit Tuesday filed by uh, Republican gubernatorial candidate and Byron Center businesswoman Donna Brandenburg for a spot on the August primary ballot. Court issued its order after the names of candidates for the upcoming election were certified and sent out to county clerks last Friday to prepare ballots for printing. 
Brandenburg is one of five GOP gubernatorial candidates whose nominating petitions to qualify for the ballot were riddled with fraudulent signatures. According to a review of the Bureau of Elections, the Board of State canvassers deadlocked. Two Republicans said, let her on the ballot. The two Democrats said, don't let her on the ballot. Of course. On whether to follow the Bureau's recommendation and disqualify the candidates. The impasse left the candidates off the ballot. Which is kind of bullshit that they say, all right, well, uh, I mean, why even have a vote? If, if it's going to result in an impasse and then you end up taking them off the ballot. I mean, if you vote and it's deadlocked, why are they being punished? That seems fishy to me. You know, I mean, if you're, if there, you should have to explore this in whatever other ways that, uh, that, that the next step, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, former Detroit police chief, James Craig out Oakland County businessman, Perry Johnson. You won't see his ads anymore. The quality guru, Grand Haven financial advisor, Michael Markey lost their legal bids in the state's courts, challenging their disqualification. Uh, Johnson since filed a federal lawsuit seeking a court order to suspend ballot printing until his name is included. A Bureau of Elections review found that more than 11,000 of the nearly 18,000 signatures filed by Donna Brandenburg were invalid. Wow. What happened there? Now, as I understand it, candidates hire firms to gather um, signatures. And... I don't know, but I think that that's where the problem was. So that wouldn't really have anything to do with the candidate in the case of Donna if the people gathering the signatures are fucking it up. And there's also a, I mean, the conspiracy side of me is like, okay, could this be, people are working for these canvassing companies companies with these intent of doing something like this to damage the candidacy or the attempted candidacy or the uh, campaigns of these people who want to be elected officials. There's that. Um, there's also the discussion of could some of the other candidates, the other Republican candidates been up to no good. Who knows? But I do know this. Dean Root's sister will not be on that ballot, and that's unfortunate. In a blistering dissent attached to the court's order denying Brandenburg's request to place her name on the ballot, Justice David Viviano wrote that precedent required the court to provide specific legal reasons for denying Brandenburg the relief she requested. A court that shows so little respect for its precedent can hardly expect it to be respect, respected by others. He wrote, the majority's decision to simply ignore our precedent is stunning. There's more to this. I'll link it up and you can read on your own. Now, this story was uh, written on the 7th of June and the last paragraph says, the five 
Republican candidates for governor that will be governor that will be listed on the primary are Norton Shores businesswoman Tudor Dixon, total babe by the way. Farmington Hills pastor Raph uh Raph Raph Ralph Rabant. Bloomfield Hills businessman Kevin Rinky, that's the guy who's driving the uh, muscle car. Kalamazoo chiropractor Garrett Soldano. And it also says Ottawa County real estate agent Ryan Kelly. Now, Ryan is still on the ballot. But holy shit. What a day for him. Ryan was arrested. Federal agents, the FBI, went to Ryan Kelly's home yesterday and arrested him over his involvement in January 6th. Here is a report from our good friends at Wood TV 8 on all of this. Republican gubernatorial candidate Ryan Kelly back home tonight after being arrested by the FBI early this morning. He was arrested in connection to the events of January 6th. News 8's Byron Tollefson joins us now with the latest on this. Byron? It is the biggest twist yet in the race for the Republican nomination for governor. The field already cut down with multiple candidates being disqualified over fraudulent signatures. One of the remaining frontrunners, Ryan Kelly, now facing federal charges. Oh, hey! <laughs> you made it out there, too. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, for the record, um, I always like to disclose my thoughts on people, and I'm not really shy about doing that. So just so we're all on the same page. I am excited that this man was arrested, and I think he's a crazy piece of shit. Just so we all know, that, you know where I stand on this. Thank you guys. Appreciate it very much. You're here too? Oh my goodness. Moments after Ryan Kelly was released from custody, his family walked him out. Who was that? You're here too? Oh my goodness. Moments after Ryan Kelly. Is this his wife? And his, well, the baby's just adorable, but is that his wife? Holy shit. You really outkicked the coverage if that's his wife. He was released from custody. His family walked him out to cheers from supporters gathered outside the federal courthouse. Wait a minute, this he got arrested in Grand Rapids. Oh, hey! It's like a campaign rally. Look at all these people. They're like, yeah, Ryan, go get him. We love you. But these brainwashed fucks. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it very much. You're here, too? Oh, my goodness. Moments after Ryan... Not a black guy in sight. Kelly was released from custody. His family walked him out to cheers from supporters gathered outside the federal courthouse. I hate every one of these people, just so we're all on the same page. In Grand Rapids, he flashed a thumbs up, gave out hugs, and thanked his supporters for being there. We're here to represent justice and and uh, liberty. I don't know what else. Oh, there's a word again. Thanks for fucking up that word, too, you fat fuck. To say it, uh, people have to show up. We have to be peaceful. This morning, the FBI raided his home in Allendale and arrested him. Probably 60 vehicles out front, um, just along the road, all unmarked sheriff's department. Um, 
in uniform and FBI. Ben Miller is Kelly's neighbor. Kind of shock and awe, basically, but uh, short and sweet, just, oh my God. Kelly is facing four misdemeanor charges related to the January 6th Capitol riot. His campaign manager in the crowd of supporters today. Intimidation tactics. This is all about the election that's coming up. Kelly is not accused of entering the Capitol. A court document written by an FBI agent accuses Kelly of being in the crowd that was, quote, assaulting and pushing past law enforcement. They got him squared off there. Look at there he is. Enforcement officers before he moved away. The document then shows photos of Kelly waving to the crowd, encouraging them to move to the stairs entering the Capitol building. He has talked about the January 6th um, Trump support rally. He had he has never had also known as coup d'etat. The fact that he was there, he talks about it all the time. After his first court hearing, he was released on bond. If convicted, Kelly faces a maximum of one year in federal prison and a fine of up to $100,000 for each charge. I just hope this all ends well. I mean, I, I'm sure um, Ryan's certainly prepared for all the flack. We all are when we fight these fights. I think he's going to make lemonade out of this. He usually does. He lands on his feet. He turns things around, things that, you know, they've, they've come at him before. Ballots are already being printed, and there is no sign Kelly's campaign is slowing down because of this arrest as he tries to win the nomination to challenge Governor Whitmer. His next court appearance is one week from today. I think this is excellent for him. I can't stand this guy, but I think that this is actually fantastic for him. He will benefit from this because now he can just say, hey, you know, I'm the uh, I'm the renegade fighting the establishment, fighting for my right to party. I think he can absolutely benefit from this. I think uh, in the long run, this is a this is a winner. You know, it's all about name recognition on these things. And now he is front and center. Everybody knows that name. Doesn't matter what I think. Okay? All that matters is uh, is, is when you have that much attention on you. And let's face it. This election boils down to... Uh, a, a divided voter base, Republicans and Democrats, uh, more than ever. So if you have someone who just got arrested doing the one thing, I mean, no one's no one's mind is going to be changed by this, okay? Uh, I think if someone was on the fence for someone like him, they're, they're, they're looking at him, his, uh, his, li- his livelihood being challenged like that, his lovely wife walking out of there, they're going to eat that shit up. I think this is actually... A fantastic thing. It's going to boil down to, I predict, uh, Kelly and Tudor Dixon, the babe, and in that primary. Those two will be the front runners for the Republican Party. This is fantastic news for Ryan Kelly. The absolute best thing that could have happened to him. You know? All right. Where was I? Okay. Uh, I don't have time to get into the January 6th hearing right now, and I'm not going to talk about that that much, frankly. Just more like my thoughts on it. 
Uh, the Patreon bonus podcast happens each and every day. Uh, after this one gets done, thank you so much. If you are part of the crew on Patreon, I thank you. And it's just a fantastic time. If you donate five or $10 a month, I'll give you 15 plus hours of content. Five bucks a month is for all the audio, 10 bucks a month, all the audio, the video and the live streams, part of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. God, we had a hell of a time last night. Jesus. And, uh, you can also convert that to a yearly if you want. Just go to uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. My friends at Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation if you want to get um, that damn amazing effort put out, uh, put towards your home. Sorry, I just got distracted. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation, online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com, 616-318-0167. Get an estimate today if you are in West Michigan. The flooring I want you to install, I want it to come from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Love them so much. Uh, Kent dropped the E out of you. Kent's got some thoughts on Ryan Kelly, actually. Kent, I'm coming to you, buddy. I saw you made a comment. About Ryan. Incoming. Yes, sir. Uh, thoughts on Ryan Kelly. Oh, can't stand that guy. Wait a minute. He looked very uh, sweet and polite in there with that really, really hot wife and adorable baby. Probably the most arrogant person I've ever met. Uh, explain the interaction that made you feel that way, please. Uh, first time I met him, he is the type of guy that walks around wearing a pinstripe suit and has like the little silk doily thing in his front coat pocket. And just one of those guys, like he's, he's an Amway guy. If, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> is he really? He used to be. Oh, Okay, so we don't know for sure like, anymore. He he jumped in to the real estate company that I was working with and essentially made it a pyramid scheme at that point. They've changed it since he's he's gone, he left. But yeah, it was it was a pyramid scheme where oh, you got these agents that are working underneath you and uh they're going to get a portion of your your commissions as well. Wow. All right. Um but, but, uh, okay, you talked about his attire, but was his uh, demeanor that of, uh, was, did, did it uh, ma- match your, what, what you're saying? You know, was he? Oh, yeah. Every, everything was, it was all about Ryan. It was, he was just, it was one of those that he just had to be front and center. Um, the guy he worked alongside of, they had been friends for a long time took a break from each other for a while and then they kind of reconnected and like the the one dude was selling houses left and right ryan didn't sell anything but he split commissions with him every single time okay so it just kind of oozed out of his pores then you can just sense it yeah kind of a scam artist all right uh how's the floor look at the discount outlet right now uh, we're selling a bunch of it right now. So I've got probably three or four pallets that we sold out of in the last probably week and a half. For God's sake, you need a raise. <laughs> I get, I get a monthly bonus. All right. Congrats to you. Go to everybody. <laughs> everybody go see Kent and Aaron. What's the other guy's name? Josh. Josh is his name. 
Yeah, Josh is Josh is my uh, the other guy, the other sales guy in the store. Aram's our our warehouse manager. Did you um, con- did you convince did- Josh yet to listen to the show? Um, not really. Is that- no, he's he's he doesn't. I don't think he really listens to free beer and hot wings either. Yeah. Um, maybe he does, but he just. Well, this he is seems what, to know a lot about that show. This is so what you do. I'm assuming he does. I hope he liked the uh, salt conversation. You, um, yeah, what you do is tell him that we talked about him today, and then he'll check it out, and then he'll fall in love. I definitely will. No, he, he's he's good. I know it. You guys, you guys can come in and see him too, because I'll tell you what, he he's the exact opposite of me. He's not upfront and kind of boisterous and loud he is more calm and collected and and laid back hey i love uh boisterous and loud that's why i love you yes i know but not everybody loves i know you're right you're right okay all right go get them all right thank you sir thank you johnson carbon one discount outlet ken is awesome can't drop the e out of you Okay, uh, before we bring in Rick for his new segment, which we're not entirely sure of the name, I'll have to talk with him. He is the pioneering force behind it. I've talked about referring to the segment as Triggered Time with Rick. I don't think he's going to go for that. I am giving him complete creative license with it. All I can do is suggest Triggered Time with Rick sounds... Awesome. But I think he has other plans. I think he wanted to call it Rickless Abandon. You know, it's kind of like a takeoff of... He has Reckless Abandon. Hey, you know, I can't get in the way of that. He's taking a valuable portion of his day to be the super... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Star that he is. He could do his own podcast. Easily. Um, before I bring in Rick, though, Bosco's Pub in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan. I love it so much. Uh, Bosco'spub.com. They're part of Terra Square. Uh, great local business. Okay, amazing burgers. Seriously, award-winning burgers. Go there this weekend, Friday or Saturday, for lunch or dinner. Bosco'spub.com. We got racing at Berlin. Saturday, if you want to go. Uh, tickets, berlinraceway.com, 15 and under free, parking free, beers, five bucks, hot dogs, three. You can bring a cooler to bring your own snacks. And, uh, you also can bring your soft drinks, just no glass and you can't bring any booze. 
How about that? A brand new bar that's looking fantastic. I saw Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh posted a picture. Thank you, Sarah. It's really, really sweet. And I'm going to announce the uh, ticket winners if you went to my post at the top of, uh, near the top of my Facebook page and liked it. You're in the running for the drawing, which I'll do as soon as I get done with this podcast. So there you go, BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the show. 616-200-8550 for your business. If you have any IT issues, perhaps you're upgrading, upgrading the equipment. Sit down with Alan from Blue Frost IT and just let him do his thing. That's all you have to do. I try uh, uh, to convey in all these sponsors that a lot of the times all you need to do is pick up the phone and they will handle the rest. Okay. If you're going to spend your hard earned money on my sponsors, uh, you, you better damn well believe that they're going to roll out the red carpet for you. I'm so grateful that you have called to my sponsors in the past. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you help keep the lights on. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. And lastly, before I bring in this legend, uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you're in the market for a mortgage, 231-332-6505. Yeah, mortgage rates are going up, but uh, okay, you know, you still can get a mortgage. It doesn't mean you can't get a mortgage. It just means that uh, uh, you're going to pay more for it than you did last year. So whether the credit is fantastic or a little bit off the rails, Mario can help you. Everybody gets a fair shot. As I've said before, not all mortgage people are created equal. Some people who do mortgages only want the big ticket items. But Mario knows that if he's helping a first time, uh, uh, a person whose first time loan, getting their first time loan is what I'm trying to say, that they will come back for their second and third loan as they, uh, their, their status improves over the years. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You look so amazing in that sundress. Music to my ears, Rick. How are you? Good morning, Zaniacs. I'm, I'm good, Zane. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, okay, you got the kids off to school. Now you're ready to lay waste to the world with some thoughts and ideas and comments on things you've observed with a uh, segment that I don't think we officially have a title for. Unless, I mean, it's all up to you. Um, if, as you know, uh, I had talked about trigger time with Rick, but I don't think that's going to work. Um, honestly, I don't mind it. it uh, I feel like it kind of grew its own its own legs it kind of came about organically so wow. i kind of like things that happen that way well and you know it kind of goes with a paintball gun there's a there's a trigger on a paintball gun well i mean i thought that was pretty obvious and you didn't have to go there yeah well i mean and then you get triggered by certain things so it's trigger time with rick from tc paintball okay i don't know i don't like the term triggered but i don't mind it for the the title the only <laughs> other thing i would go with i think is winging it because that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm really not prepared at all. Um, if we compare uh, preparation between Kyle and I, I think he's got me trumped. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, I think I think you, just with your wits alone, gives you a, a leg up on preparation. Kyle has I'm wits, gonna... but they're a little bit more uh, dulled. For some I, reason, uh, I'm, I'm going to rely on my wits. Hopefully, there's no yeah. awkward pauses. For some reason, his wits are dulled more by marijuana than yours. 
<laughs> it's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, and you've been and you've been uh, indulging in marijuana for many more years than him. Well, just because I'm older. Right. I know. How old are you again? Sixty-five. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Forty-eight years old. Yeah. Um, okay, Rick. Uh, well, well, there we go. We're off and running. Uh, trigger time with Rick from TC Paintball. What's triggering you right now, Rick? I'm not. I'm not really triggered right now. I'm in a pretty good mood. Um, I had uh, I had to drive back from Brighton yesterday, so I got triggered on the road because I hate the way people drive. But other than that, uh, I don't have a lot of conflict right now. Did you pay attention at all to this January six hearing last night? Uh, I just just like uh, I mean, not directly. Just uh, what kind of trickles down to me because I don't I don't really want to pay attention to it. I think it's uh, I think it's a lot of ridiculousness. Um, I, I I tend to agree. I I mean I I um. I, I guess my my question is, why is this happening? Is it just to get a record of what people feel? Because it doesn't re- really result in anything, just a lot of people saying what went on. And I guess my point is, um, people who are going to believe what they want to believe. And, you know, there are people that uh, say, oh, yeah, that was a uh, trying to overthrow the government. And then the other half are saying it was just uh, a dust up, you know? Uh, and and no one's uh, no one's mind is going to change from this. No one's mind is going to change, but I mean, uh, no matter how far removed from Trump we are, I think we're still going to refer back to it and point fingers at the people that uh, sided with him. Um, there's a lot of lines being drawn in the sand, so I think this is uh, a lot more of that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, and uh, they, I I watched the footage, and uh, it was all. Uh, uh, shocking, but it was shocking when I watched it when it all went down, and and the weeks yeah. after. It's it's not. Um, I I guess my question is, what is the end game here? Why? What I mean, give me something tangible as to why this is happening. You know. Um. Well, I mean, you know, we want to. That's a headline. We want to point blame. So, I mean, we're going to bring the people out and and arrest them and you know crucify them till. Uh, you know, to as far as we can crucify them. I mean, and when I say we, I'm talking about society because, uh, you know, uh, Trump was a, he was a lightning rod. You know I mean? You either loved him or you hated him. And he basically caused that thing to happen. So everybody that hated him is going to keep, you know, uh, keep the witch hunt up and uh, try to crucify anybody that uh, was associated with it. I think that's going to continue until they, until they get what they want or until the news cycle decides they want to park on something else. And this transition's over. This has a lot to do with that guy running for governor, Ryan Kelly. He, I think he's, I think he's going to benefit from this. There's no doubt. I mean, uh, you know, uh, he's got exposure. I mean, people are, I didn't know who he was before and I do now, you know what I mean? And I'm, I don't pay that close attention to all those. I mean, I, I knew, uh, uh, Dean's, uh, boring Dean's uh, sister there was running, but the only reason I knew that is because, you know, through your podcast. So, um, I'm not paying that close attention to all all these candidates are right now, but I definitely know who he is. So uh, he's definitely got a benefit. I mean, there's no there's no bad pub- publicity. You it just depends on how you weather it. You know, if it's a bad story, if you, you can come out the other side looking pretty good, even if you did a bunch of terrible things, if you apologize uh, the right way to the right people, you can come out the other side looking even better. Yeah, and I, I don't. I think I don't even think he's going to do that though. I think he's going to. Uh, I mean, he's going to dig his heels in, and and we. The um, the people that are probably going to vote Republican have that whole mentality anyway. They're uh, you know, and if if, they, if something compromises him like this, getting arrested, it's going to make him look ghetto. You know, he's going to dig that shit. Yep, yep. And we're really divided right now. You know what I mean? So it's like our natural instinct is to choose a side. 
So he, you know, he's going to be on one side and there's going to be a lot of people on the other side and people are just going to choose a side. And me, myself, I don't, I don't subscribe to being completely right and completely left. I'm left of the right and right of the left in most things. And I think that's how most of us are. But I think sensationalized headlines kind of, you know, they, they, they get you emotional and they, they, uh, they oh, make yeah. you stand up for something, you know, and they put you kind of into a box. I don't know. Uh, a cop got charged with second-degree murder in Grand Rapids. Did you expect that? Oh, man, that surprised me. It surprised me that he got charged with murder. Um, you know, there's, there's, not, there's not one side of guilt in this. Um, you know, I, I've listened to Jason Schaefer talk and, and any other uh, police experts talk about it, and I just don't think that we can really understand what it's like to be a cop, to approach a car. Um, you know, and... The guy, the guy. I mean, he was drunk. He was a bad guy in a lot of ways. He was a multiple. Oh, he's a total well, shithead. He's the worst. He's the. He's, yeah. Let, let's be honest here. Him being dead is that makes the world a better place. There's no question. Well, what would, what would how would we be talking about it if he just got the shit beat out of him? Would we say that he deserved it? You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, I, I think if he if he just got the shit beat out of him and the cop got suspended or whatever because he was resisting arrest and fighting and going for the taser, if he just got the shit beat out of him, I feel like we'd be going, yeah, he deserved that. Right, um, right. You know, I, I can't get inside the cop's head and, and tell you how threatened he felt, but he was behind him. Well, let's just you know, put it I this way. I, um, I don't know. With, with him being dead, there's going to be a lot less felony crimes occurring. You know, I mean, because that seems to be he came to the U.S. with the dream. The American dream was to commit crimes. So that's that's true. Now, does that mean he deserves to die? Well, of course not. But at the same time, this was not a good person. No, he wasn't. And uh, and that's why I have a hard time feeling bad for him. Like if you I think, you know, you said it earlier, you, you're tired of hearing the just comply thing. You know, if you if you're a person of color and you get pulled over and there's all this what you believe to be information that you are going to be, um, you know, uh, uh, attacked or treated unfairly or something, then just comply. Why would you? Why would you resist and make it even worse and put yourself in a situation? Now, I'm not justifying anybody getting shot because I wasn't there and I'm not inside either one of their brains to tell you exactly what's going on. I let the experts figure that out and the experts charge them with murder. I'm not sure if I agree with that, but I mean that's what the experts did. Yeah, and that's what they're paid to do. They they scrutinize a lot of things that we did, our eyes didn't see, so we can't really, you know, I mean, we we don't have the information nor the ability to uh, look at legal precedent. We don't have access to the things. All we have is our armchair quarterback opinions, which doesn't mean shit. But um, I, I do feel bad for the dead guy's mom and dad. Um, they didn't do anything, and they just feel terrible about all of this. Um, because they, because they your kid is they didn't dead. do anything, but maybe not give him enough discipline. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, sometimes kids fall through the cracks. Sometimes, I mean, who knows? I mean, I I don't know what uh, uh, what went on there, but um, yeah, it's it's just kind of a mess. Now, if this guy, if this cop beats the rap, um, should we establish uh, some Super Bowl squares type betting as to what time the city starts to burn? Well, you you referenced it earlier, and you you thought uh, you said something about it not being a uh, a uh, um, a decision made because they were worried about what was going to happen if the decision went the other way. And I'm not sure if I agree with that. Like uh, there, there's so much there's so much uh, you know uh, fear of unrest and actual unrest that happens in situations like that. And everybody 
is aware of that. It's not like you're isolated and you're just looking at the facts. You're influenced by outside opinion as well if you're a decision maker. So, you know, do you really think that there was there was no part of uh, those prosecutors thinking that we really need to, you know, I guess scapegoat to a strong word, but we really kind of need to put the blame over here so, uh, you know, we don't cause any uh, any amount of insurrection that it, or, 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 or conflict that isn't already going to happen? I think there's there's got to be something there. I feel like uh, that was part of it, and and if that's the case, I I, I feel pretty shitty for that cop, you know. Um, yeah, and I I guess coulda woulda shoulda. We can sit there and speculate all day. I would like to think that professionals would not let that type of thing um, influence their thinking, like the old well, somebody's got to pay or the city's gonna burn. That would be that would be ridiculous. And I'm sure no one would say that on the record, but maybe he's thinking it. You're right. I well, I mean, it is ridiculous, but look at those those town hall meetings and shit where, the, where shit just goes crazy. And, you know, those people. Oh, you're talking that, about the uh, county meetings, the uh, the uh, yeah. Grand Rapids uh, City Commission meetings? Yeah, those got out of control quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't. So, I, so, I fucking hate like a, those people. Kind of a controlled environment. So, you know, if the environment's not controlled, how bad will it get? Right, right. My God. Um, all right. Rick, what else is burning on your brain? I mean, I know you said you're in kind of like a relaxed state of mind. Uh, so you're feeling good about about things right now in your world. But is there anything else that uh, strikes you as you want to talk about? Could be a, a TV show, something you've watched, something in the paintball world, anything. Uh, there's a little of everything going on. I'm kind of bummed out you didn't like Ozark. You know, I was really I, I find that show really compelling. Um I, I really like just Jason Bateman. I've always liked him. Uh, and you, we start, you start talking about the writing and the plot lines and shit. And I was like, man, that, none of that really stood out to me at all. I really enjoyed Ozark a lot. So that kind of bummed me out. But it's just one more thing that you and I don't, don't agree on. Oh, yeah. There's, there's just, I, without going into detail, I would not want to spoil it for people. Uh, it, it just is fatiguing. I keep hitting the fast forward 10 second buttons, uh, button, you know, throughout the damn thing in order to get to the good parts. You have the shortest attention span I have ever even heard of. This is true. You can't sit through anything and get the value out of it. This is very true. I I agree with you. However, I don't do that on Better Call Saul. Well, it's interesting, though, because you your job is content and creating content. And, you know, all we're talking about is, is different forms of content and entertainment. So for you to be so critical of other content is really interesting to me. It's really interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It just kind of irks me because I was a huge fan to start, and now I'm like, eh, I don't know. I really need to get into Better Call Saul, though, because I watched, like, the first season or so, and I absolutely love Breaking Bad, and I like the actor that plays uh, that plays Jimmy or Saul or whatever his name is. Um, I like him a lot, so I got to get into that and binge that show. Well, <clears throat> I, you know, um, the, the thing that I like most about it is the intrigue with the uh, Mexican cartel. And so you get a lot of that. Um, in, in, I mean, obviously that has pretty much the basis of the whole show. But I, I, I love these, these, these villains, these Mexican villains. They just are awesome. And well, uh, there's been a lot of good ones, right? There's yeah. been a lot of really good ones. And when I, I binged Breaking Bad really late, like way after, like, right before the last season or something like that. But anyway, when I got just got done watching Breaking Bad, binging it, I started immediately watching Ozark, and that's when it came out. Right. And and I kind of had the same feeling initially because you come away from Breaking Bad, which I was 
was really into and really I, what I felt like was a really believable story and believable characters. And then when they, you know, you saw something similar with a, another Mexican drug cartel in Ozark, I didn't buy it as much as I bought it in Breaking Bad. But then the, the show grew on me, the acting grew on me, Ruth grew on me, um, the, the, all the different characters and plot lines grew on me. And, you know, now now that, you know, I finished watching it, I look back on it going, man, that's, that ranks up there for me. And you just get, get on your podcast and shit all over, and I'm like, is he watching a different show than I watch? Like, what's going on? I think at the end of the day, what we can focus on, the only thing Mex- uh, Mexicans are good for is uh, uh, gardening and being drug actors. I am I am not signing off on that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm saying that knowing that there's Mexicans listening. I was wondering if you were going to bring up that picture I sent you yesterday. I can't. I just... It's, it's, <laughs> I know. I can't it's either. Too, I was actually kind of hoping Rick, you wouldn't, but holy shit, it's funny. Rick, it's too goddamn hurtful. That whole... <laughs> I, I can't even do it, Rick. I, I was floored at it i i cannot express how devastating of a of an image that was uh maybe one day down the road but can i can i just say one last thing about it please looks like hot wings yes you are correct <laughs> yes and you and you watch seinfeld didn't you uh, some of it anyway no but i i, I get the references well, there's uh, there was a Seinfeld episode where George dates this chick that looks just like Jerry, and she goes and gets a haircut for some reason, and she gets a haircut just like Jerry, and George realizes that all of a sudden he's with a chick that looks just like Jerry and loses his mind, and that's 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 what I think about here. Rick, this is so devastating, and there are some people who are going to be able to piece together what we're discussing just by the context. <laughs> They, they they will because I guarantee you they thought the same thing. But it's so fucked up that I, I mean, in, and I don't like those people, yet I do not want you to discuss it. <laughs> Fair enough. I keep, I keep my fingers off the keyboard. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Rick, we're going to leave it right there. I think you have, right. I think you just did an absolute amazing time. Uh, I mean, I, you had an amazing effort here on your first edition of Trigger Time with Rick from TC Paintball. Absolutely. Hey, next week is a little different for me. I have a tur- paintball tournament in Philadelphia. Um, we will play on Friday morning, but if you want to, I can let you know when, our, when we get our schedule, so then I'll know if I'll be available at 9 or not. We can also do it a different day. Doesn't matter. Right on. Right on. Whatever works for you. All right, Rick. Uh, busy this weekend. You booked up for Saturday? Yeah, we got a – well, we are. The store and field are busy. Um, I have to travel to Indiana for a practice for that event that we have coming up. Um, so, yeah, a lot of moving parts. Summertime. So, there's not enough weeks in the summer to get it all done. Okay. Uh, hang on a second here. I'll leave, leave you with this. this. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you heard that. I hope you shit yourself. <laughs> okay. Talk to you next time. Go white. All right. See you. Bye. Devil Devil Fart Mike says, you're a dumbass for not thinking this is hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. This fucking Mike. It was like I was holding that one in the chamber the whole time. I don't think I even need to put the sound effect on it.
It's just devastating. Oh, my God. Rick from TC Paintball. I am awaiting a cameo booking from Stevie. She said last night on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast that she was going to hire me. You can hire me. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I don't think I can bust out a fart mic on it, a devil fart mic, but I can still uh, make you laugh. I can roast anybody you want. I can be as uh, sweet or as rude as you want me to be. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. My policy shop insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss, 616-914-4070. The website is buyinsurancehere.com. He's absolutely awesome. Love that guy. If you're self-employed, if you're between jobs, um, or your employer does not offer insurance, you need health insurance, please, please reach out. Frank will walk you through the process. Buyinsurancehere.com, 616-914-4070 today. Frank's services are free, and he will get you into an insurance policy, a excellent insurance policy. I'm telling you, you will never have insurance this good. Uh, The policy are paid for monthly, subsidized by the government. You get a tax subsidy. That's what that is. That's how they did this. That's how they came up with it. All right? Um, And if your earnings get to a certain point, boy, then you got to pay that back. But not everybody gets that. You know, they want to make sure you're insured. Buyinsurancehere.com, 616-914-4070. Mention my name. You heard about Rick, TC Paintball. Call him book a party we got comedy going on this weekend at full house comedy d ray davis and donnell rawlings at the Froenthal center it is hard to say d ray's headlining special guest donnell rawlings buy your tickets at fullhousecomedy.com that show goes on saturday at 8 p.m at the Froenthal Center. Hang on. I'm already so far behind. My thoughts on uh, January 6th, I uh, hear, and I kind of covered it on the Rick thing. I, I, um, it's a made-for-TV event, and I'm curious about the motivation for that. It's a made-for-TV event um, uh, in prime time so that the most people can see it. And I would say that that right there stinks to high heaven to me. So what you have there is let's make Trump and all the people that support Trump look like shit so that as many people as possible can see it in order to get as much momentum as possible for the upcoming elections. That's right. I said that. You see, you all think that I'm some kind of a crazy left-wing nut, and I'm not. Not at all. I take it as it comes, and if I smell bullshit... I'm going to tell you about it. This whole thing is bullshit. Every bit of it. 
They're doing it so that the most in an, in an effort to get as many people to not vote Republican in the upcoming elections. That's why this is happening. Are you telling me that this hearing, this made for TV event is more important to the United States than 9-11? The 9-11 hearings didn't happen in a made for TV event on all networks. There you go. I mean, what more do you need to, and, and all of the, the shit that I've watched, we all knew this. I know I'm well aware. I believe, I believe, I believe that Trump was absolutely in cahoots with these fucking idiots and he unleashed the dog. We already knew this. He made these scumbags do this shit. Now, once they got in there, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Just running crazy through the damn halls of uh, of the Capitol. But they didn't really know what the fuck they were doing. They're just a bunch of fucking idiot weekend warriors who are extremely brainwashed and stupid. That's what you got there. But, I mean, outside of destroying shit and putting their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk and... Uh, and uh, what, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make citizens arrest. Okay, whatever. I I really don't believe that um, if they had the opportunity, they were actually going to harm anyone inside of the Capitol. I just I just don't. I think that in the heat of the battle, when they're fighting the Capitol police, they they wanted to hurt those people, and uh, and they're all being brought to justice slowly but surely, uh, a la Ryan Kelly. So fine. That's great. But uh, this is another example of pissing on my back and telling me it's raining. A made-for-TV special um, uh, being uh, produced by actual news producers um, to sway the public opinion in a particular way, in my opinion, to influence the next election. I'm not an idiot. I still think all those people that went there are idiots, but... uh, no one's mind was changed by this made-for-TV event, you know? So that's, uh, that's my two cents about the whole thing. I don't think that it, uh, it means a whole lot, frankly. But they're going to do it over several days. There's another event coming up Monday, um, I believe. I believe uh, covering more of the same shit. That's it. All right. Um, hmm. Where do I want to go? I want to make your mind melt again. I really do want to do this. I want to make your mind melt again. Yesterday, I melted your mind because I talked about the question if we found a planet that is one, one light year away with humans on it, how long would it take us for us to meet them with our current technology? Some type of uh, aerospace expert. This is my new favorite website, Qora, Q-U-O-R-A. Weighed in with an answer. The fastest thing we have right now is the Parker Solar Probe. It is whipping around at 153,454 miles per hour, which is an ungodly speed. Imagine that, 154,454 miles per hour. A little Eric math here. 153,454 divided by 60 seconds. No, wait a minute, 60 minutes. Idiot. 
That is 2,557 miles per minute. Per second. That's 42 miles a second. So, boom, you're in Lansing. Boom, you're in Detroit. That's incredible. With that type of speed... To get to that planet one year away, the hypothetical planet one light year away, it would take 4,372 years. Remember that. That's already mind melting. That is celestial excitement mind melting right there. Not hypothetical. The nearest galaxy to us to the Milky Way galaxy. It's also a spiral galaxy. And in fact, it's going to merge with our Milky Way galaxy one day. They will, um, the word, they use the word collide, but there's so much space between the bodies, the heavenly bodies in, in between each star of the galaxies. It really wouldn't do a lot. It wouldn't be like some cataclysmic collision when we merge with the Andromeda galaxy, which you can see uh, with the naked eye, you can actually see the Andromeda galaxy. If you are in a very dark part of uh, the world and you look up at the sky, you can see it. And it looks like a fuzzy smudge in the sky. And I, this is going to sound weird, but if you're looking at like the Big Dipper and then to the right of it in your periphery, you would be able to see something there. And then when you look at it, it's going to disappear with your naked eye. Don't ask me why, but that's the way it is. You're going to be like, something's there. And then you look over at it. Where the fuck? Where'd it go? I mean, if you look at it with a telescope, you can see the fucking galaxy. It's incredible. All right. Knowing what we know from the last thing I said, it would take, at the current speed the capability we have, it would take us 4,372 years to travel to a planet one light year away. 4,372 years. The Andromeda galaxy, the closest one to us, is 2,537,000 light years away. What the fuck? The, that's okay. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because it's the mind melting vastness of what is around us right now. The closest one, 2,537,000 light years away. So the fucking computer doesn't do it, or the iPhone won't do it. I wonder if the calculator on my computer can actually pull this off. So I would take 2,537,000. Times, what did I say? 4,372. All right. The iPhone doesn't do it, but the calculator on the computer does. That gives us 11,091,764,000 years to travel to the Andromeda galaxy, if we are traveling 
at 153,454 miles per hour. Over 11 billion years to get to the closest galaxy. Your mind is melted. You are welcome. You are welcome. Holy shit. Incredible. Two people had to be rescued closer to home from a vat full of chocolate, I think, at the M&M Mars factory in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. This is to, if I am, I think in the story, they said that they're not sure if the vat was full of chocolate. And I'm like, please, it has to be for this story to be fantastic. This is ABC 27 News at 6. All right, here we go. Good evening, I'm Alicia Richards. And I'm Dennis Owens. Thanks for joining us. We begin with the rescue operation for two people stuck in chocolate. That's exactly right. The situation... They were stuck in chocolate. Mars plant in Elizabethtown. Our Daniel Hamburg is right there on the scene. Daniel. Well, listen, Dennis, uh, crews here cleared out about an hour and a half ago. The- this is a combination of Strange Brew with Bob and Doug and Willy Wonka. Good news is those two employees are uh, were taken out and are okay. They were taken to hospitals in the area. Now, we're not clear if there was actually any chocolate or those tanks were empty. Wait a minute. They just said they were stuck in chocolate. Dispatchers with Lancaster County 911 tell us that the two employees fell into the tank and first responders were called to cut out a hole in the tank to rescue those workers. The first person was taken out around 310 and the second about 15 minutes later. I don't know why they're being coy about whether or not there was chocolate in the vat, but that's a key part of the story. It had to be because if they first of all fell in the vat and it was empty, why would you call first responders? Just hang down a rope and climb out of the fucking vat. Why would you have to uh, drill a hole to get them out? In my mind, it was full of chocolate. Then they're going, oh, this is such a delicious death. We love it. Nom, nom, nom. And then they they, they cut the hole out and, uh, and a big fucking uh, a wave of chocolate came flowing out of the thing. And then they came out woof, out the hole. Why did you rescue us? You know? That's what in my mind. And then another thing, why is the vat open like a fucking witch's brew? You know, that, that, that makes me feel a little less, uh, uh, less safe about the candy that I eat. The plant is known for making a variety of pro- products, including M&Ms and Dove chocolate. A company spokesperson says they're extremely grateful for the quick work of first responders. Now, I did reach out to the Department of Labor and did confirm that OSHA is investigating oh, that is the shit. Occupational Safety and Health Administration. They have six months to complete that investigation and release their findings. For now, we're live in Elizabethtown, Lancaster County. Daniel Hamburg, ABC 27 News. All right. Well, you know, this show needs answers. And I, I, I actually just heard uh, from Michael, who sent me a, uh, a nice email <clears throat> about this exact thing. And uh, how, did he, how did he put it? Um, what did he write? 
You have the gift of charm when it comes to interviewing or just calling a business that's in the news. That's what's going to happen right now because OSHA, OSHA uh, is investigating. So I doubt that anybody wants to talk about whether or not these people actually wound up in the chocolate. So I need to call the, the factory where this all went down and get some insight here about this. Hello, you have reached Mars Chocolate, North America. For quality purposes, your call may be recorded. If you know your party's four-digit extension, please dial it now, followed by the pound sign. To dial by your party's last name, press 1. For directions to Mars Elizabethtown, press 2. Nope. If you need additional assistance... Please stay on the line, and your call will be answered. Okay. All right. Transferring to an operator. Please uh, wait. Fuck. For Mars regularly, how can I help you? Uh, maintenance, please. It's uh, Eric Zane calling you from the Eric Zane Show podcast. How are you guys? Oh, no. <laughs> Not even anything. Ah, fuck. He knows what's up. Doors slammed. It was a good crunchy hang up, too. I'll give him credit for that. Kablamo. Doot, doot, doot. Hello. He had a he had a maintenance tone, uh, uh, a maintenance guy tone to his voice too. Yeah, if you're in the Northeast like that, you don't start with, "Hello, how are you?" or uh, "Hello, this is so and so. Can I help you?" Hello. You get a yellow like that. That's a that's a that's a big deal. Fuck. Well, that's too bad. We tried. Worth a try, you know. You could hear people in the background. Hey, if anybody calls, want to know if he fell in a chocolate, fuck him. Just hang up on those guys. All right. All right. The Geico lawsuit. I do not understand what is happening here. This was sent to me by more than one of you. The Geico Insurance Company, you know, the Gecko whole thing, Gecko, Geico, whatever. They have to pay $5.2 million to a woman on an uh, on a, a lawsuit that has to do with a car. You know, Geico is uh, auto insurance. Has to do with a car, kind of. But, I mean, typically it would be maybe if, uh, you know, an accident. I, I don't understand how this, is, uh, how this is even allowed. This is so crazy. 
a Missouri woman uh, claims she caught a sexually transmitted disease. She had sex with her boyfriend and they were in her boyfriend's, they were in the boyfriend's car. So they had sex and she said, um, oh my God, I got a STD. Well, this is terrible. I'm going to sue your car insurance company. Now, if I'm a boyfriend and they're, they're broken up now, if I'm the boyfriend, I'm like, well, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Like, Go for it. Better them than me. Now, the guy, she claims, knew he had uh, the STD and he had sex with her despite having the STD and gave her the STD. Now, that just sounds fucking terrible. I mean, what a horrible... And if anything, he should be charged with assault. He should be arrested and charged. I think that I've, I've read stories about people in the past who've actually been arrested and charged with assault for shit like that. But uh, this, it, it, she was awarded $5.2 million. Geico settled with her because they didn't want to be dragged into this. Which is, if I'm Geico, I'm like, they're like, uh, I, I guess we, they're like, maybe we don't want to be involved in something for the bad publicity. But, I mean, I think this is a mistake. I think this is great publicity. And by the way, if there was ever wonder if they're uh, uh, loaded with cash or not, again, they're just giving this woman $5.2 million to shut the fuck up. Think about that. That's why you are paying so much for that insurance. You should always go with a licensed independent insurance agent like Frank Fuss. You're paying for all the advertising and they're making money. That's why they're able to give out $5.2 million settlements. And here's the thing that's really bothersome, though. The state court of appeals in Missouri said this is good. They affirmed the payout against Geico that had been entered through arbitration after the company claimed errors were made in Jackson County Circuit Court. According to the Kansas City Star, in February 21, the woman identified in court papers as M.O., Uh, informed Geico of her intention to seek damages after she contacted HPV from her then-boyfriend. She claimed he caused her to catch the STD when he knew of his condition and the risks of unprotected sex. An arbitrator later found that the couple's sex in the vehicle directly caused or directly contributed to the cause. Okay, well, why is the insurance company getting involved? She was awarded $5.2 million from Geico after the man was found liable for not disclosing his infection, according to the news outlet. The insurer asked for the award to be tossed out, claiming the judgment violated its rights to due process, but its request was denied, and it appealed. And on Tuesday, a three-panel judge found that the lower court did not make a mistake by denying Geico's motion, saying the company did not have a right to relitigate those issues bullshit holy shit and this is incredible one of the judges concurred but said the company was offered no meaningful opportunity to participate in the lawsuit and existing law relegates the insured to the status of a bystander oh my god what world do we live in where the chick has i mean that's terrible that that happened to her but how is this 
how can the insurance company be held responsible for this? I don't understand that. Oh. Ridiculous. All right. Uh, if you're a uh, rap star, budding rap star, and you decide that you want to um, rap about robbing ATMs, they're going to come to you when you actually rob an ATM. Here you go. These four lovely people decided to do just that. You might have an ad. I hated sticking my finger. Oh, thank you. I'm so sorry about that. These four idiots, the one in particular, rapped about robbing an ATM on YouTube, and then he did exactly that. He robbed an ATM. Oh, shit. Fox 26 exclusive, a YouTuber who raps about robbing banks, now arrested, accused of robbing one. And this story just makes you shake your head. Four people from Houston makes me laugh. in Tennessee accused of robbing an ATM technician at gunpoint. And Fox 26's Matthew Seedorf sharing this story for us tonight. It's one you'll see only here on Fox. And Matthew, we know one of the guys raps about robbing ATMs. Crazy. <laughs> That's right, Jonathan. Just bizarre. He has a video on YouTube with a song called Make It Home, where he raps about robbing banks. Out what do you want me to rap about now? Side of the state, then getting back to Houston. But this time, police stop him before he gets back here. In a now ironic YouTube music video, rapper 213 Jug God can be seen with a gun on his waist. We can't let you lose control. Uh -huh. Rapping about robbing banks out of state, praying he makes it home. Damn, what's taking long? On Tuesday, the rapper, along with these three others from Houston, were arrested out of state near Nashville, Tennessee, accused of robbing an ATM technician at gunpoint. If you're going to rap about it and didn't turn around and be about it and you get caught, that's on you. They should probably rap about going to school and not being an asshole. You shouldn't do stupid crap. And you definitely shouldn't violate the law and talk about it. Police found these stacks of cash with Darius Dugas, Sassandre Dugas, Christopher Alton, and with Dijon Riley, also known as 213 Jug God. The rap name possibly in reference to jugging when burglars follow unsuspecting people home from banks or malls to steal. They wow. want to glorify the fact that they're criminals. And that saddens me because we have all these kids watching this and they're glorifying it and these kids look up to them. It's dumb. These guys are dumb. They deserve to be tossed under the jail <laughs> just for being dumb. He just said they deserve to be killed. They kind of do. Online criminal records revealed Darius Dugas and Wudijan Riley were out of jail on felony bonds, both arrested several times before. Convicted felons doing their music videos with guns. How dumb is that? That right there is enough to get them charged again if, if they do something like that. Getting this money, we just praying that we make it home. The Make It Home music video now gaining views after the arrest. We just praying that we make it home. One person commenting, looks like you didn't make it home. <laughs> Fuck shit. These four people from Houston now face federal charges. I'm told the FBI is now investigating to see if they've committed similar robberies before. We're live in Houston tonight. Matthew Seedorf, Fox 26 News. Way to go, you idiots. Oh, God. Oof. That is rough.
Holy shit. Oh, man. I think we've got our assholes of the day right there. Could very well be your assholes of the day on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Jesus. Uh, all right. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV. There, uh, I just saw a picture that they snapped that they just installed these new lifts. And they're like stoked about it. Posted a picture of this. I, man, that shit looks expensive. How big was the loan you guys got for that doubling of your business? It's fantastic. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If you are in West Michigan, that's who you call for car repairs. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Uh, Irvine's.com, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvine's.com. That's the place where when the dealerships get into trouble, they call them. So for peace of mind, preventative maintenance, whatever it may be, Irvine's ask about their free loaner cars. Uh, you can got early bird drop off. You got the late bird pickup, you know, whatever you want. Uh, you don't even have to see anybody if you don't want to, but you'll want to because it's Jamie and Megan or Bruce and they're just absolutely angelic souls. Love them. Even Bruce. Irvines.com. A&E Heating and Cooling. Tu madre is una puta. Love our very own. Tu madre is una puta. Uh, Joe Martinez, an absolute legend. Pete la chingada, cabrón. Come mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Tu madre es una puta. Come mis nalgas Forbidden Spanish from Joe Martinez. 616. Um, wait a minute. What's his number? Six. 616. Why am I forgetting his number? 616-516-8579. I do it. It's like rote memory. And as soon as I get off the rhythm, I just forget it. What the fuck? A&E heating and cooling. Schedule maintenance. Or if you needed an AC tune-up, which I highly recommend, is just $79. Call and schedule today. If you need after-hour service or if something goes wrong and it's not after-hour service, call upon them. They will help you. 616-516-8579. The Kent County Health Department says, okay, three things. Uh, WIC, immunizations, and personal health services. Personal health services is what you click on when you go to accesskent.com slash health. Now, you don't have to live in Kent County to take advantage of these amazing services. Go to the website if you have questions about any of this shit. Basically, this is stuff afforded to the public um, as to help you if, in the event, you are struggling. Okay? Struggling. WIC, immunizations if you can't afford them, personal health services like an HIV test. This is HIV Awareness Month, AIDS Awareness Month. This is it. You know, kind of coincides I don't know if that's by on purpose or what. The fact that Pride Month is the same month as HIV Awareness Month, but it kind of works out. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, HIV, you know, AIDS is not a death sentence anymore. You can now, uh, with various medicinal cocktails, uh, be protected from it and keep a level of HIV so low that you can, you know, pretty much live a normal life, but you got to get tested. So click on personal health services when you go to accesskent.com slash health. Okay. Wow. Uh, my goal this weekend, get everything done. I've got to post the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast audio. I got to do the insane asylum and send it along and post it to Patreon. I got to do the lost Zane recordings. Uh, post that to Patreon. I've got to do the actual Patreon. 
Oh, my God. Not to mention draw the winners for Berlin Raceway tickets. I've got to uh, start working on things that Pooh Bear wants me to work on. And, yeah, on and on and on. It's another amazingly busy weekend, and I wouldn't have it. And I got invited to a, a reunion-type party on a, on Saturday, but I just don't know if I can make that. I mean, it's going to be a grind fest all weekend long. I got to uh, clean that damn pool. Fucking bane of my existence. All right. Planning on going, uh, leaving again in uh, July. I want to um, get get in front of that now. But I have a colonoscopy scheduled for July 1, my first time getting anal. And I'm stoked because I haven't been under sedation. I've only been done that once when I gave away the kidney. I've never been operated on my life. But they put you under for the anal sex that they give you. On July 1. I got a colonoscopy on Friday, July 1. And then I'm gone. Not to be podcasting again until July 11. So Saturday, Sunday, and then all that week. The 4th through the 8th. And then the 9th is the Saturday. The 10th is the Sunday back on the 11th. Just so you know. I don't want anybody freaking out. Where'd Eric go? Oh my God, he's dead. Jesus, I forgot to say that last time. And um, people were like, where are you? What happened to you? We're all worried about you. Oh, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm such an idiot. Why? Well, I, I cannot get out of my own way. I'm just a jackass. Okay. Asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Who is your asshole of the day? It's too easy to just say Ryan Kelly's the asshole of the day. I've known Ryan Kelly is an asshole. The rappers that robbed the ATM. Maybe. I'd like to give myself a lot of credit for seeing through this smokescreen about this January 6th hearing. I'm really proud of me for that. I give the asshole of the day award to Democrats for this bullshit. And I'd really like to park on the point that I made that you won't hear anybody else make that we didn't have a primetime special for 9-11. We have a primetime special for January 6th. Okay? I'll give honorable mention to the rappers, but this, this is bullshit. Uh, hey, that is my time today. I appreciate you and love you for being part of it. looks like we had a good group in here today and uh, I really, really appreciate it. As always, you guys are the absolute best. So until next time and until the Patreon a little later on today, I want to thank you. Oops. That's Jimmy, I think. I don't even know if it is. 
We'll end on that one. You guys are fantastic. I will talk to you on the Patreon. Until next time, it's been the Eric Tate Show podcast. Bye-bye.